Well, here we are once again in these body, meat, bone, mind vehicles cruising along, doing our thing. We've shown up again for another day and somebody should say good job. So I guess that's me. I'm going to say good job. You showed up in your body, bone, meat, vehicle, mind thingamajig. Here again on the planet Earth, the big rock in the sky that's turning around and hurtling through space. Here we are together again, seemingly feeling like we are, I don't know, devoid of a connection with one another, searching, seeking, lusting, wanting, needing, being lonely, being sad, being happy, having that fall away, (laughs) up and down like a roller coaster ride. And all the time taking everything extremely serious. (laughs) Everything is very serious. And, you know, what makes us think that any of this is really happening anyway? Just because it feels like it's happening, really there's no proof that it is. And even if it isn't not happening, who cares? (laughs) And what does that have to do with how I get through my day. So that brings me to A Quiet Mind Part 2. After many years of doing this, I'm finally back. And whatever that means. Whoever's back, Robert Thing, is now talking again. (laughs) I mean, all I am really is a a broadcaster or a, a carpet sample, if you will, you know. That's the best that I can do. So, hello, podcast listeners. I've missed you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to check in, to listen to my musings, my thoughts, my opinions, beliefs, whatever you want to call it. So here I am. Where have I been? Well, I've been doing a lot of things, but that doesn't really matter. Um, it's the old Gandhi thing again. Look up uh, or Google the Gandhi sugar story, and that relates to how I podcast with you. I'm not going to come here and start talking about something that I really only believe is a theory, something that I have not yet put into practice for it sometimes many months, sometimes over a year. And I always do my best to check in with you more often, but I really don't want to repeat myself too much, though when I go back and I listen to some of the people that I love to listen to, like, for instance, Ram Dass is one of them, Uh, Alan Watts is really amazing to listen to. So when I go back and listen to them, I do see them, you know, repeating things. So, I'm going to give my permission to come and speak to you more often and repeat things. So, what do I want to repeat today? Well, I want to start off by saying, if you haven't listened to the first podcast, I just listened to it again. Just go back and and give it a listen. It's really short. And it's about acceptance. Accepting what is so. Accepting our self and our current body just the way it is. With our current mind, with our current supposed 
detached, unawakened, unenlightened self, wherever we are, whatever we're doing, though the human always wants the other side, the grass is greener, you know, getting them bigger, faster, shinier, whatever, is going to make us feel better. You know, we've gone through that one many times. So, when you are looking throughout the the material world and feeling that dissatisfaction, come back here to A Quiet Mind, where we will talk about how we can accept what is so right now, with ourselves, with our lives, with whatever is going on, whatever shape, whatever size, whatever financial status, it doesn't matter. Everyone here is equal. We are all connected. And the thing that is connected is what we refer to as love. Now, not the Hollywoodized love, but something uh, a little bit more ineffable, if you will. And why have I been silent? Because I've been working on how to say to you what I believe we really, truly are. Beyond our mind, beyond our thoughts, beyond our stories, beyond our wants, needs, and desires, beyond our job, beyond our social status. Who are we? Where do we come from? What are we doing here? What happens when we die? These are the questions that I have loved since I was a kid. So... This has been my journey for many years, and I'm just stopping in here to report. I don't really know anything. You certainly don't have to take my word for it. Um, and I'm not going to defend an opinion, or I'm not going to have a, you know, I'm not going to join a group and be a part of an ism. This is uh, just musings, if you will, ramblings, but they're ramblings and musings that I have put to the test. And yes, I have had some changes in my life that I believe are wonderful. But we don't really want to approach the whole concept of whatever we're talking about here in A Quiet Mind with there being some kind of goal. We have enough goals already in our life. This is something that is much simpler than that. This is something we were born with. This innate ability to just be. And that is my new theme, if you will. I posted it a long time ago when my darling dog, Crucita, was still alive. It's on the Facebook page for A Quiet Mind. Just be. And this came to me while I was doing a long meditation retreat. I realized that I felt that, the, that though Robert thing couldn't sit and had a busy mind, there was some other something else was in the room there in, in the mind in the in the in the body or beyond mind once again something hard to explain but whomever this was or is i have found that throughout the um years of trying to define this i would say that you could say this is what some refer to and i'm talking about probably ramana maharshi here and Advaita Vedanta, which is non-duality. I am not a non-dualitist. Ramana Maharshi is, I am definitely a student of his teachings, whom he said, my highest teaching is quiet. And that's the thing that really did bring me here to you with this podcast and also the aquietmind.com. So I digress as usual. Point being that 
there is something really profound within the concept of not doing anything because we're so programmed to be busy and doing and changing and, you know, creating more and constantly on the move. It's like, if you sit still, this is a stagnation. This is a certain death. I was reading a very interesting article recently because I am a painter and a musician. That's what I do as well about how it's okay for the artist to take a so-called break from whatever their vehicle is for expression, whether this be painting or sculpting, music, being a janitor, whatever your art is, that sometimes it's good to take a break from it because you never really stop being that artist. And to me, we're all artists. This is a, this is a, co-creation here, this Lilla, the dream, the play that we're in, we are definitely seemingly a part of that. And we are expressing, we are creating, we are making, we are doing, seemingly. More on that later. (laughs) So taking that break, you never really break away from the fact that you are an artist who looks, who sees, who experiences. So even though there might be a a break in this activity, there's always the one that's observing. Now, we can know that we can observe by judging, by looking, by comparing, by uh, looking back on our own personal experiences. But what I'm referring to is not just the committee there that's in the mind, but this observer that is there without any commentary or judgment. And uh, Krishnamurti talks about this as the silent witness, kind of the final outpost of the ego. This is that aspect of the mind that is uh, uh, impartial, just watching, just observing. And we could call that awareness. Now, the new podcast and where we're moving to is we're going to be talking more about Not this silent witness, but just the pure consciousness, the loving awareness, the the thing that, like I said, here I'm even just stopping in my tracks, this ineffable thing, (laughs) that which we experience when we are looking at something so beautiful, a rainbow, a rainbow, massive redwood tree, the ocean, something that literally stops the mind and the mind goes still. And there's this being there with what is, with no internal commentary, but at the same time, completely fully aware. And the more quiet that the mind is in that moment, or the, you could say the mind not being as sticky, not the flypaper mind, or the monkey mind that's busy and chattering. Oh, wow, what a beautiful sunset. I can't wait to tell everybody about it. And, oh, I, what about my bills? Oh, I've got to pay my visa bill. This is what I'm talking about with monkey mind and sticky mind. That respite, if you will, from the noise in the mind, where we're really in this space consciousness, where all there is is awareness, awareness of being, just being there. And we've heard this, it's quite popular now, it's a, it's a catchphrase now, being in the moment. 
or just be here now. And we, we all can grasp that. And I hear a lot of people say, well, I need to be more in the moment now. <laughs> and I find that unfortunate because who is, is the one trying to be in a supposed moment? Actually, are there any moments? Is there really some space and time that we can point to and say, this is a moment and that is not a moment? Also more on that. So it's this pointing to this space awareness within us all where there is no thought, no monkey mind, no flypaper sticky mind, but just this expansive consciousness and awareness. I am here looking at this and then something happens where the I might just dissipate a little bit and suddenly you're happy for absolutely no reason. So this is going to be where we're focusing. Because I believe, and I've said it many times before, and I'll repeat myself again, we are all looking to feel content, happiness, love, that everything is okay. Everything in our existence, these objects that we have, the, and, and thoughts also being objects. All of the things that we're going for to try to accumulate or get rid of or uh, make better in our life through thoughts and uh, having that subject of Robert Thing. Robert Thing needs to be more in the moment. We are programmed to believe that the happiness that we all require and need will only come through there being more in our life, more things, more money, more, you know, company, more dates, more cars, more whatever, <laughs> more fame. Um, it's always about bringing these objects into our life to try to create happiness because we do experience bursts of happiness when we have a goal we want something, we get it, we feel elated for a while, and then, yes, it does drop off after a while. So instead of us being on this emotional roller coaster of chasing and trying to acquire happiness through either material things or trying to make changes within our body or our location and looking for these um, things to make the changes in our life, what I'm pointing to is this innate happiness that we all have. We don't just have it. That is our true nature. So once again, just circling everybody back in, uh, Quiet Mind is here. I'm here. And how we're moving forward is all about the happiness and peace and contentment that we all already have these innate qualities that are within us and the tools that we can use to be able to have these firsthand undeniable experiences of the ineffable. So I really am looking forward to speaking to you all more about this. And uh, I'm here in a studio here in a real small town in Arizona. It's a beautiful place, a lot of inspiration going to be working more on recordings and sharing with you some more um, guided meditations and also flute music. And if you're looking for 
other things. I also share on YouTube, and the name there is A Quiet Mind TV. And you can follow us on Facebook as well. All of those links are on aquietmind.com. And if you really love these podcasts, we would love to have your support. Every once in a while, we'll put up a GoFundMe campaign, and this will be usually on the Facebook site. And also, you can find an interesting link on aquietmind.com called uh, Patreon. And that is where you can, you know, give a buck or something like that or more just to help fund the podcast. We just did um, a successful funding project here. Uh, We went off the air for a little while because we weren't able to uh, pay the hosting and streaming fees. So if you want to be a part of that, that's great. If not, these are free. They've always been free. The podcast will always be that way. I believe that this is something that is our birthright, Uh, this concept of happiness, contentment, and love. So I'm happy to be back and sharing with you. If you want to write me, please write robert at aquietmind.com. And thank you for listening.